How are the political scientists at Harris thinking about the Supreme Court vacancy? Today, we are excited to bring you a special mini-episode of Radio Harris featuring a few of our faculty experts. You sort of think he's going to live forever. He's otherworldly, right? That's William Howell, the Sidney Stein Professor in American Politics at Harris. And like a lot of people, the death of Justice Scalia caught him off guard as did the response. As you have no doubt heard, many Republican senators have vowed not to consider any Supreme Court justice nominated by President Obama, claiming the next president should pick Scalia's replacement. Which was interesting to Howell. In his work, he spends a lot of time trying to understand how presidents achieve the kind of impact that they want, especially under adverse circumstances. And Howell thinks that, despite these Republican senators, Obama might yet be able to fill Scalia's seat if he chooses the right kind of person. So if he comes forward and picks, a, say, a moderate woman, and they refuse to so much as consider her, it provides space for Hillary Clinton in the fall to say these Republicans are purely obstructionists. They are not fulfilling their basic constitutional obligations to consider cases put forward by the president. And look at how they're treating somebody who, who is clearly moderate, fair-minded, and who's a woman. They won't even so much as bring her forward. Howell says this could really hurt a Republican senator's chance of being reelected, meaning they might approve Obama's nominee just to avoid the backlash, particularly since Obama could nominate somebody pretty moderate. They don't need to get a full-on liberal. They don't need to replace Scalia with Kagan or Sotomayor. If you can get somebody in who's simply left of center, that may have a, a real bearing on where the locus of action is going to be in this court and constitute a major win an enduring win for Democrats and for this president. This is actually an important point. On the old court before Scalia died, the person in the middle, ideologically, was Anthony Kennedy. He was considered the swing vote. But Scalia's replacement is going to shift that balance. So who's going to be in the middle now? That depends. For that, you have to think about what justice are you going to get now if President Obama nominates somebody with the current Senate having to approve that person? Versus if for example, the Republican Senate refused to consider a nomination, what justice would they expect to get? And that depends on what's going to happen in the election. And I think this is the bit that, to me, the analyses I've been reading have been missing. That's Professor Ethan Bueno de Mesquita, the Deputy Dean for Research and Strategic Initiatives. And like a lot of political scientists, he fully expects the Senate to turn more Democratic after the election. He also sees Hillary Clinton as most likely to win the presidency. And so if you get a Clinton presidency and a Democratic majority Senate, you're going to get a justice way to the left of what you would get in a race. So somebody to the left of Breyer, you're going to end up with Breyer as the swing justice, which is, under the current scenario, the absolute worst case scenario. Right? There's no way the Republican Senate now is going to get something worse than, from their perspective, worse than Justice Breyer. Under the next election, they're going to get somebody to the left of Justice Breyer. Bueno de Mesquita thinks that Senate Republicans fully realize this. And so a lot of the rhetoric we're hearing now is just for appearances. I suspect that their declarations, they won't hold hearings, they won't consider a nomination that the president should wait, might be viewed rather than as sincere expressions of their views of procedure or what they're actually going to do as posturing as part of the negotiating process. That is to say, by declaring publicly, we're not going to hold hearings, we don't want to approve a justice, Right? And saying that to their voters and making their voters potentially threaten to punish them electorally should they approve a justice, they compel President Obama to give them somebody more like Kennedy. That is, somebody more moderate. 
Another thing to keep in mind is that President Obama doesn't have to win over the entire Senate, just a simple majority, which means that he probably only needs four of the 54 Republican senators. There are multiple ways that he can win over those four senators. Professor Anthony Fowler thinks Obama has plenty of room for compromise. He might choose someone very moderate, or a liberal justice who's 65 years old, that might be much more that might be much more appealing to the Republicans because that guy's less likely to be in office for three decades than someone who's 50 years old. And there's another potentially creative way that he could compromise. One of the potential nominees that's being discussed in the media is Kamala Harris from California. And she is currently planning to run for Senate in California and likely to win in, in California. So you can imagine if, she, if he nominates her, I think that would be kind of a clever approach. She's a fairly liberal African-American woman. But if he appoints her, that might make California Senate seat um, more, more gettable for the Republicans. Whatever the outcome, all the experts agree, we are witnessing a fascinating moment in political science. We've got presidential appointees intersecting with presidential elections, intersecting with two parties that are being torn apart by populist factions. These are interesting times. This episode of Radio Harris was produced by me, Jake Smith. Make sure to tune in next time when we will be talking about Russia's recent economic downturn with Chicago Harris and university professor Konstantin Sonin.